Ask a VC by Ryan Floyd. Thoughts on venture capital and growing your SaaS startup. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Floyd. I'm a managing director at Storm Ventures. We're an early stage B2B focused venture fund. Welcome to the new episode of my podcast series, Ask a VC, where I give advice to you to help you grow your SaaS business. Similar, I'd be sharing with you if I was an investor or advisor on the board of your company. I originally recorded most of these episodes as videos, which you can see on my YouTube channel, Ask a VC. So as a result, please excuse any visual references in the podcast, though I don't think there are many. I hope you enjoy. We're going to get into cold emails and how you ought to think about sending an email pitch to an investor you've never met and how to get a response. It might seem impossible that an email would result in a response from an investor, let alone a multi-million dollar investment. But I'm going to tell you that not only is it possible, it happens. One of the most valuable companies in Storm's portfolio came to us via a cold email. And I want to walk you through why that can be an incredibly successful strategy. My job as an investor is to deliver returns to my LPs. But the only way I can do that is by making the best investments I possibly can in entrepreneurs and companies that have the absolute best potential. If you think about crafting an email carefully where it's personalized, it's targeted, and it's got metrics that are relevant to that investor, you can have enormous success. It's great if you can figure out how to get a warm introduction to an investor. Fantastic. But I would tell you, even if you can get a warm introduction to an investor, this is still relevant for you. Because even within that warm introduction, this is how you ought to think about presenting your overall opportunity in that first meeting. Because remember, that first interaction, the goal is not to close a multi-million dollar deal. The goal is to get that next meeting. The goal is to move things along and to build interest in what you're building. So let me walk you through each of these categories step-by-step so you can produce an email that'll deliver results. Okay, so let's talk about personalization. First of all, when I say personalization, I don't mean make it personal. You don't know the investors, the investors don't know you. But investors, I, as an investor, want to know that you have been thoughtful in sending this note and have convinced me why I need to read the rest of your email. I get so many emails, as I'm sure many of you do, and certainly most investors do, that I am not looking to read another note. So you need to spend time making it personal so that I know why I should be investing the time to read this note. And what I mean by that are some small things Let's start with those. Don't BCC investors on an email because if I know you're sending the same note out to 3,000 people, I'm going to delete it. I know it's not for me, right? You're sending it out to so many people. 
Don't have your admin send me a note. If you're having an admin send me a note, well, then I'm going to conclude like it's probably not that important for you. At the very least, if you're going to have an admin send me a note, have them log into your email and write from your account. Okay? It, it doesn't take a lot more effort, but they're small things that make a difference in an investor's inbox day to day. We only have so many hours in the day in terms of what we can respond to. Most importantly about personalization, look at what those investors have put their money behind already. Are there some companies that are relevant to your business? Are there some CEOs that you know that are in their portfolio? Are there some videos like the videos I make that you can reference? Are there blog posts that those investors maybe have put out that you can reference? Those are indications of interest in that investor and it makes a difference in terms of their willingness to respond because it shows you've invested some time and then it's a much higher probability that's a good fit. It's not an ego thing, but it's a probability of fit as we're all trying to figure out better filters and how we do with the email. For me personally, as many of you know, one of my things is sales efficiency. If you send me a note and you tell me that your sales efficiency is above one, it's almost 100% guaranteed you're gonna get a response from me if it's an area that we invest in because that's personalized to me. I've published videos on it and blog posts that anyone can see. It makes a difference. So let's talk about targeting. It's very basic, but I think we gotta start here because in terms of looking at my inbox, I get so many notes from entrepreneurs raising money that it doesn't make any sense that they would send me a note. Look, I just, as you all know, I just do B2B SaaS. That's all I know. I'm not, even if you have the best business, I am not the right person for you if you've got a life sciences company or some consumer business because that's not the business that I know how to build. You have to be targeted, not only in terms of sector, but also in terms of stage. If you have no revenue and just a team and a product and idea, you're looking at a seed investor profile. If you have some revenue and you've already got some investors and you're trying to get that A round done, then you're looking at a firm like mine and not a seed investor. Okay, so the third area I wanna talk about is metrics. Look, if you're a really early business, you don't have a product, you don't have a team, this may not apply as much. For, for the businesses that I look at, there are some early metrics and you ought to put those into the note. It goes back to what I was saying about being targeted in your notes. If you can't tell me your business defined by some metrics, I can almost guarantee you it's not a fit for Storm. You ought to put your best foot forward in terms of those financial metrics that can get an investor interested in your business because it cuts through everything into a format and in a, in a context that all investors can readily understand. 
Tell me about your churn rate. Tell me about your ARR growth. Tell me about the number of customers you have. Okay. Tell me about the upsell that you have. Tell me about your gross margin. These are great things about your business that you can put in bullet points that are very easy to distill and very easy and quick for me to understand and respond. You don't need to write paragraphs outlining all of this. You can literally put it in bullet points because the more you write does not make it more likely that someone is going to respond. There is no essay that you're going to put together that is going to get an investor interested in your business. Ultimately, every investor is looking for a certain profile. You may agree with it. You may disagree with it. It doesn't really matter. They're looking for a profile of what they want to invest in. You either meet that or you don't. And your job as a founder is to get to that very quickly because even if you're able to get a first meeting with an investor, but you haven't really hit those metrics and you get that first meeting, they're going to turn you down after the first meeting. And so what have you done? Okay, you've gotten a meeting with an investor, but it's not going to lead anywhere. So it's better to really sum that up in a note and put your metrics in there that are relevant and put your best foot forward so that that investor knows that it's a good fit for their fund. Be very clear, concise, few words. No one wants to read a paragraph. No one wants to read an essay. I, I get emails all the time from entrepreneurs who tell me they're going to change the world and they're disrupting X, Y, and Z. Look, I think that's fantastic. That's why I'm in this business. I love it. I love that people take on huge challenges. But just wanting to be a disruptor, just wanting to change the world is not enough for me to take a meeting. I need to see why your business is a fit for storm. It's necessary, but not sufficient as they say. So put all of your best elements into a note that's very very clear and concise and short. Use spacing liberally. So don't write lots of words, but use spaces. Make it easy to read. Make it very easy to understand. You ought to be able to ex explain your business in, in 100 words or less. Figure out how to do that. Practice on your spouse. Practice on your family that doesn't know anything about tech or SaaS. Work on it. It's hard. It's probably one of the hardest things to do to get, to get it down to a few words. Work on it because it will make a difference and really focus on those metrics. A few other just, you know, kind of random thoughts about the, the email pitch. For me at least, don't use LinkedIn. I know LinkedIn's easy. I'm out there on LinkedIn. I'll likely, I'll connect with you. But LinkedIn email is terrible. Look, I love LinkedIn. They don't charge me enough money for how much value I get out of LinkedIn. But it is terrible as an email platform. It's not part of my workflow. 
I don't want to go back to it. The threads are terrible. It's it's awful. It's awful. I don't want to do anything in LinkedIn and I am not more likely to respond to you in LinkedIn. And you might be thinking, well, I don't know what his email is. Look, every single venture investor, at least that I know of, makes it fairly easy to find them. We're not hiding because as I said earlier, my job is to invest in founders that I don't know. I'm looking for you and I'm not alone. That's true of all venture investors. We are looking for great founders to invest in. Let's talk about a couple of other pointers in terms of sending emails. First of all, Docsend and links. Look, there's people that will tell you Docsend's great any or any shared link service where you can remove or whatever. I would tell you it's a waste of time early on. And it's probably creating friction that you don't need in the process. Look, don't send a Docsend link to just anyone or a PDF to anyone. And if you do send a PDF to someone, you ought to expect that they're gonna keep it confidential. And if you don't think they are, then you probably haven't targeted or personalized the note enough. Look, I don't wanna read an email or a, a, a PowerPoint deck, Docsend, PDF, or otherwise from any company that it's not worth me spending time with. Going back to what I said, I you look, look, I just don't have the time to do that. So there's no point in having a detailed deck at the beginning anyway, because what I mentioned earlier is, look, the objective of this is to get a first meeting. It's not to close a deal. So that would be point number one. Don't worry about whether or not you're targeting senior partners or not. I think some people think, oh, I gotta target the most senior partner in the firm. Look, it's great that you hit me because I run Storm along with you know uh, one of my partners, but if, it, if an opportunity comes from another person inside a Storm, that's awesome and it's great and it has just as much value as if you send an email to me because I'm not particularly concerned about whether or not it came from a junior person or it came from me. Now there may be some firms where there is some attribution and maybe that's a subject for another video, but I'd say initially I wouldn't stress too much about that and you gotta find any way possible into a firm and don't worry about whether or not it's a junior person uh, or, or not. In terms of multiple follow-ups, look, you're gonna send a note and it may take a few days for someone to get back to you. I would let it slide for at least a week, seven days. If they don't get back to you after seven days, send them another note, not the same one. Again, going back to what I said before, personalize it. You don't need to repeat everything that you did because uh, it's in the thread, right? So just follow up after seven days. If you don't get a response again in another seven days, so now we're talking two weeks, it's not a fit. And I'm sorry they didn't respond to you. Maybe it wasn't targeted enough. Maybe they're just busy, uh, you know, hard to say. But I can tell you this, they read it. They absolutely saw it. Because again, my, there's my, my job, like most other venture investors, it, it, it is all about investing and I'm going to read emails. Now I may not respond to all of them, but I'm going to read them. Now you might beat yourself up about it wasn't targeted enough, it wasn't a good enough copy, it didn't convince me to respond, fine. Those are hard you know, think questions to answer. 
but I read it. So sending me a third or a fourth or a fifth or how, like it doesn't make sense. You're not going to get a response. You're not going to get a response at that point. It's not a fit or something about it uh, doesn't have doesn't have resonance. So anyway, a lot of thoughts, a lot of content here in terms of how to think about an email pitch. But here's the thought I want to leave you with again where I started. It absolutely works. You do not need a warm intro into a venture firm to have them make an investment. We've made multi-million dollar investments in founders that sent us cold emails. And I know you can do it too. You just have to think about how to really target the right firms, how to really personalize the note, and how to really put those metrics and the content in the note that gets everybody to read it and, and, and see that it's a fit for what they want to be investing in. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this video about how to send cold emails. I think I'm fairly representative of most venture investors, but I will tell you, I want to get cold email pitches. I think some of the best entrepreneurs we're going to invest in, I don't know and don't have any connection to me. They may be other cities, they may have worked for other companies, but I want to meet you and them and cold emails is going to be a way that we are going to work for as long as I can see. And with COVID, it's even more important. Thanks for listening. If you found it interesting, please subscribe. If you like it, make sure to share it with your friends. If you've got a suggestion for a topic for this podcast or even a video series, then tweet me. My handle's easy. It's Ryan Floyd, all one word. Or send me an email or even leave a comment on my YouTube channel. All right, until next time, thanks. Be safe. Thank you for listening. Visit youtube.com, ask a VC for a video version of this podcast.